Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's, it's Tiana. <laughs> hey, Tiana. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. Mostly. Awesome. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> I think uh, this wedding wedding planning insanity is just just that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, when are you getting married? Did you set the date already? Yes. October ninth. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is really coming up on you. No, it's really fun. Make it fun. It's like, don't let the small, don't sweat the small stuff. I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun. I, I'm waiting. Well, I did get my wedding dress, which was fun. But everything Ooh. else is, I haven't gotten to the fun part yet. Yeah. <laughs> is it just totally the two of us so far? I think there might be someone else on. Is there someone else there? No. Oh, yeah, it's me. Sorry. I had myself muted. It's Megan. <laughs> hey, Megan. Hi. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We had that workshop yesterday, and you were sorely missed, Kiana. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. I was I, so I... hoping to see your pretty face there, but you weren't <laughs> there. Nicole and Kelly were there, though. Yeah, I thought I thought they were definitely going. Mm. And that's crazy because it sounds like Nicole and Kelly are down with the tummy bug. Uh, Megan, oh. dose up. <laughs> Whatever happens. I know. Up. I'm, like, going hard on, like, the, the flu bomb and... Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm so happy that I'm not sick right now. Like, I feel I feel great, you know? I hope they don't have my, the same... My, um, dad came, my dad came down with the same thing over the weekend, and I was like, ooh, that's yeah. fun. Um, Megan, you have a Texas number? I do. Yeah, I used to live in Houston. I That's I, right. Uh, okay. Yeah, I used to work out there and um my family is here and so I basically came back home. So. <laughs> mm, okay. Hey, That's Leah. right. I'm like Hey, Leah. Oh. Hi. Hey. How Who's are that? you? Everybody who who all is here? Everybody here? Are we yeah. No, we have Tiana, Megan, and yourself, and a couple other people are popping on right now. Kelly, I'm here. Kelly, hi. hi. Hello. 
Okay, I'm going to mute because clearly we have somebody in the background who wants to talk. Is that you, Hi, this is, this is Paulina, and I'm here. Hi, Paulina. Hi, Paulina. Hi. Hey, Paulina, this is Heather. Hey, Hi, Heather, Hi. how are you? Oh, oh my I'm gosh. disappointed because I thought I was going to see you today. Yeah, I... um. Have you ever read that book, A Series of Unfortunate Events? Yes, <laughs> I love that book. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been living that for the past month or so. so. Oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah. Hey, who just came on? Nicole. It's, it's Anna, Hi. Nicole. Hi. And Anna, how are you feeling, you Nicole? Um, I'm. Like crazy and barfy. Aww. Oh, no. Are you pregnant? No, 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 no. <laughs> not sure? nervous. Nicole, I sat next to you the entire time yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I feel sick too, Nicole. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, I don't know. It started, you know, earlier. I left the, the session early with Emily today, and I had to stop twice on my way home. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't no, feel bad until I got home from my class, and then, like, I was just like, uh, I'm putting my pajamas on, and I'm going to lay down. And then I got sick to my stomach, and I've been in bed. Um, yeah. <sighs> Yikes, guys. Sorry to hear that. Um, sorry, I'm going to do a quick roll call, because I feel, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, no, I might have everyone done. Let me just see if I have everyone so far. Tiana, Megan, Aaliyah, Kelly, Paulina, Heather, Nicole, and Anna. Hi. What's up? Yes. Hey. Um, I think Zaya has whatever y'all have. She got home from her dad's house and said that she'd been puking. Oh, oh. So I'm really excited to get that. <laughs> Wait, who um, else is getting? Who else is sick? Oh, Zaya. This is Anna, my daughter Zaya. Oh. Um, but that's okay. She seems cool. Um, I read the cut stapled and mended, and mm-hmm. it is so amazing. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally I awesome. It, I read it in four hours. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, it was fabulous. I really it was, enjoyed it. It was much better than Mothering the New Mother, for sure. <laughs> that one was, like, torture to me, but that minute <clears throat> I read it in, like, two days. It was yeah. such a good book. I know. It was so hard for me to read that book. But then, like, now that I reflect on it, I kind of feel like it's a really good source. Like, people people need to read that stuff. So I get it. I get why we read mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I just, I just don't think it was an easy, interesting, captivating yeah. read like the other, like, like Cut Stapled and then it was. Mhm. I've Hello. been reading Ma- I've been reading Mama Zen, and mm. I think Hello. I kind of get. Hang on one second, guys. Did someone just come on? Yeah, this sure. is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you? Hey, Hi, how's everybody? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a little late. I had a hard time getting the number and everything through. So carry on. Too, Lori. I had to enter it like five times. Okay. So Thank crazy. you. It's a long number. 
Yeah. Joy, did you say you were here too? Yep. Hi. Hi. Hey, Joy. Hey. So do do we have everybody? I think we're waiting for Alicia. Um, Gina, can I ask you a question while we're on? Totally. What's up? It's kind of an, it's, well, it's unrelated period. Um, it's about the essential oils. Mm-hmm. Um, and do I need to like, okay, so Megan brought up, she, she got her monthly oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I mean, like, what do I need to, do I need to do something for that? Do I order it? What do I do? Um, Megan, were you talking about the product of the month, monthly oil? Oh, no, no. I think the product of the month was actually grapefruit, but I remember asking you because I was having a really hard time hitting 200 PV for the free frankincense. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to put in my cart. What are your favorite oils to use with clients for labor and birth and birth? Right. And you had said, I think you had said geranium balance. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, clary sage. And there was another one, but I already uh-huh. have like almost all of those. Um, but I didn't have geranium, so I got it this month. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I got my monthly LRP order. Okay, okay. No, I was just trying to figure out what you had told Anna about monthly orders. So, um, oh, no, Anna, that she can, she did. I think it yeah, was I mean, from my post. Okay, yeah. so there's a couple things. Um So what Megan is doing is an LRP order, which is a monthly order that goes through and you have to spend, in order to get points to get free oils, you have to spend 50 points a month, which is basically like $50 a month. Um, If you spend 125 PV a month, you get the product of the month, which is a free oil, which this month was grapefruit. So that's kind of what she was talking about. So for all of us um, who try and sell the order, the oils, you have to do 100 PV a month to get commissions. Um, so it's like an automatic order that just goes through monthly and shows up at your door. Um, you, can, you can do it at, like you can set up an LRP at any point, like you can spend whatever you want to spend. But in order to get points, you have to spend 50 PV. And in order to get commission and points, you have to spend 100 PV. So, yeah, that's basically what she was referring to. And this is something that we can talk about more when we sit down and kind of have, like, our little, like, consultation about the oils. Now that you have the kit and you've played with it a little bit, I can kind of show you, like, what the next steps are if you care to use those steps. I kind of feel like, I don't know if I'm doing too much, but... (laughs) um, You're what? I kind of feel like I don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> with it, like if I need to be selling this stuff or what. I guess it's yeah. like up to me if I want to, but anyways. I mean, you I don't yeah. have to. Like, I personally don't sell. I'm only, um, I'm, I'm a wellness advocate in name only. I'm basically on there so that I can get the discount and the points. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, that's what most people do. So... Mm-hmm. It's really, um, to me, the point system is awesome because when you get, like, 60 points or 75, you can get a free bottle of Helichrysum, which is, like, 100 bucks or not much, that much, like $75. Wait, how so if you have, like, accumulate a certain amount of points, like, say you have 75 points, you can get, like, a free bottle of Helichrysum, which is one of their most expensive oils, which is $75 a bottle. 
okay. all of those, like frankincense and helichrysum, all of those oils, I don't spend money on. I just use my points. So that's kind of the value cool. of the point system. Yeah. Also, um, I thought Melissa is a really expensive oil. Um, totally expensive. Yeah. What is? What do you? Use they that discontinued for? that one for the moment. I don't. I don't think that they even know when they're going to be getting that back. No. They, the 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 guy who was harvesting the Melissa, his farm is kind of done right now, so they're not. They they're out of stock. They're they're hoping to bring it back soon, but they have to find, um, like a farmer that they trust and believe in in the crop so that's what all do, i heard what but do you do melissa's good for i mean that's kind of like under the category of helichrysum and frankincense where she's a really strong um powerful herb use, or oil used for like yeah, the big know. stuff like cancer and scar tissue and you know alzheimer's like those big things um mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of experience with melissa other than using it in like a perineum mixture that my midwife makes because she gets it from somewhere else so okay yeah we should read more about melissa yeah anyway yeah as a a side note i'm kind of curious about um you said you use geranium for perineal support is that necessarily out of scope for a doula to be doing perineal massage or I've been I am, kind of wondering you, about that. Yeah. As a doula, you're never the one doing the massage yourself. Okay. But this is something okay. that you can talk about <laughs> in prenatal visits. Like, um, you know, you talk about the value mm. of perineal massage or, you know, before or during labor. This mm-hmm. is you telling them about it, telling them if they're interested to research more. And then you can add, like, there are also some essential oils that are really helpful I was thinking more on the repair side, like afterbirth with geranium. So it's something you okay. can recommend that they put in their sits bottle or their peri mm-hmm. bottle. Um, so, yeah, you are never, we're, you know, we're never the ones doing paralyzing massage. It's definitely out of our okay. scope. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh, I don't know if I really feel comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. Doing those massages, so seems really great. <laughs> um, Okay, guys. Let's see. Um, I'm going to do a quick shout out. Leisha, are you here? Yes, yeah, sorry. I was on mute. It's cool. <laughs> I'm I here. I have a little bit of pause. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, awesome. All right, guys. So let's, we're like 12 minutes in already. I want to kind of stay on track. I know some of you are under the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so this call is. It's a very, like, uh, conversation-based, chatty call. Um, So I want to make sure everyone has enough time. So I really want you to be mindful of just spending, like, three minutes kind of telling us your thoughts. Um, And if I kind of, you know, remind you of the time, don't take that as me cutting you off. It's just me making sure that everyone gets a turn. Um, So... I, everyone's going to kind of go around and talk about our topic and share their thoughts. And we're going to kind of treat it as like a mastermind where we're going to help each other out build from what we're, what we're really talking about. So this call is, we call it finding your niche and helping it grow. And the reason we have this as a teleclass, especially now that you guys have your feet on the ground and you're working as doulas, 
Um, we really want to be here to brainstorm with you about finding your niche and what that looks like, how you go about it, how are you rolling it out, um, what does it look like to your main client, and how are you going to make it bigger. And I feel like, Nicole, if you feel up for sharing, you could be really helpful with this because you've kind of been doing this longer and you've probably carved out quite a little niche with your hypnobirthing stuff. Um, and I apologize if that's the wrong hypno one. I can't okay. really recall <laughs> which one you do. Um, anyway, so that's really what we're going to focus on. And I know some of you know, like, this is new for you guys, so it might not be like, a, like you might not know exactly what you want to do. Um, but having an idea and kind of like a dream can make it grow bigger. Um, finding your niche is really going to, is what's going to make you stand out in a unique way. Um, Heather, I saw that that kind of came up in a Facebook post for you in this past month. Like how much are you disclosing ahead of time? Like how, why are these people calling you? What are you answering for them on the phone? Why will they, why will they meet you if you're telling us all, all this information on the phone? So kind of like really the type of client you want to work with, maybe it's an area Maybe it's a philosophy. <clears throat> Maybe it um, depends on where they're birthing or how they're birthing. Um, and then what that looks like on your end, like what's your website going to really look like? How are you going to attract those clients? Where are you going to market? And if you have questions, open it up um, because we can sit here and help you. And um, remember that masterminds are kind of – it's a very positive um, constructive thinking in the sense that you're not um, being judgmental in any way. You're just kind of saying, what if you did this? What if we did that? You know, it's kind of a question-based type, um, you know, offering. So try and stay away from like, oh, I don't like that. You should try this. That's not really helpful for anyone. So, all right, cool. Um, I know that sounds like a lot to talk about in just a you know, a few minutes, but I'll, I'm going to keep a look, you know, at the clock and make sure everyone kind of stays on track. Um, yeah, but that's kind of where we're what we're going to talk about. So who would like to go first? I will. Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hello. Um, I think that I actually live about 25, 30 minutes out side of Atlanta, like west of Atlanta, and a lot of people where I live who are more into like the crunchy, natural type things, the people who would hire doulas or encapsulate their placentas are all going to Atlanta, and Atlanta is super saturated with doulas and birth workers, Mm -hmm. and so I even if they travel to Atlanta, would kind of like to focus on making more, you know, my community more aware of what doulas are and what they do and mm-hmm. kind of changing their mind and opening their mind about things and letting them know there are other options. Like you don't have to just deliver here at these hospitals in West Georgia that are horrible um, you don't have to go in and be induced and get an epidural. Like that's what I would kind of like to focus on because mm-hmm. Atlanta's great, but 
when I have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, find child care, and then drive 30 to 45 minutes to Atlanta, it just would be easier if I could focus more on, like, my own community. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would like to do personally. Yeah, and I think it might be helpful for you to, um, you know, we we, tr- we we make big waves in the birth culture in the sense that we draw people to evidence-based information uh, and show them that there's another side of the spectrum. Right. However, we we can't change the way people birth or, like, people's lifestyles, I would say. Um, you know, not only crunchy people hire doulas, a lot of people hire doulas. And I think people here, like, I actually just did, like, my first warm chat uh, at the local mall here. Like, a woman was, like, shopping, buying baby clothes, obviously pregnant. She didn't know what a doula was, what a doula is. Mm-hmm. Can I chime in? Sorry, this is Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. I only want to chime in because I'm, like, not, like, seven minutes from where Kelly is, um, like, as living as far as that goes. Um, do you mind if I pop in, Kelly? Is that okay? Nope, go ahead. Okay, I didn't want to step on your toes. Um, <clears throat> I do agree. Honey, can you shut the door? Um, I do agree that the people out in this area, and it's not so much, um, Gina, that we want to, like, change their ways of thinking or, you know, their crunchiness or even not crunchiness or whatever the case may be. Um, I get what Kelly's saying in the aspect that either, A, they have no idea that there are other options out here. They're just kind of in, like, the where we live is the the whole, like, they're just, it's they like do, the doctor. They the do doctors it the tell way. you what they do. They do it yeah, the way like, because that's always how it's been done. Exactly. Right. So they don't see yeah. that there's other options and things like that. And so it's a little bit harder for, like, say, for instance, she and I to get more work out in our community. Mm-hmm. I could honestly get work, like, get left and right. The problem is, and I was talking to Joy about this the other day, is, like, where I work, I mean, I'm not going to use my job as a catalyst to recruit people in. However, if I wanted to, I could because those people are people who really, you know, I see women who are pregnant every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Some of those women do know what doulas are, and some of them do want doulas. But, of course, A, I'm not recruiting for my job, and B, the people that I see particularly are more so financially strapped, so I couldn't recruit them even if I wanted to because they can't afford to pay me. And mm-hmm. so that's another option. That's another thing we run out to and here, you know, out in this area that I'm running into anyway is that people either A, don't know what it is, or B, they know what it is and they can't really afford it, or, you know, it's just some other kind of something. So that's kind of, mm-hmm. I get where Kelly's coming from on that, because, I mean, even though there aren't hospitals out here that would, you know, that are really conducive to, you know, they don't, there's no water birth out here or anything like that. There are, you know, natural, you know, birthing. I'm sure you can have your baby vaginally natural, all of that kind of thing, or however you want it. See, so you, you know, because we support any birth. But mm-hmm. it's just really hard to find women in our area so that it's not something like for me, if I have to go to Atlanta Medical Center or North Fulton, that's going to be 45 minutes to an hour drive one way. And mm-hmm. that's a really long time for me, especially, again, like Kelly said, having to find daycare and all and child care and all that kind of stuff in the middle of the night. And so that's something I'm struggling with internally, trying to figure out how I'm going to work all of that out. Um, of course, mm-hmm. I'm not, I wasn't intending on taking birth, labor birth anyway until my daughter turns one, which she'll be one at the end of this month. So that's coming up like 
in two weeks. I'm like, okay, I got to start really getting on it because I need these three birds. Um, so I'm uh-huh. just getting worried about that. And even with the postpartum, I thought I was going to be able to find that really easily what, before she turned one, and it's I'm not finding that really easily either. Um, uh-huh. You know, so it's just kind of kind of like hey, difficult. For me to add that. something like, um, Megan had mentioned going to meet and greets at like in town and places that are in mm-hmm. Atlanta. I definitely don't mind doing. I don't mind taking clients in Atlanta um, just to kind of get my name out there because you can have great marketing, a great website, but I'm a firm believer that word of mouth is the best marketing Absolutely. tool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so to get my name out there to get experience under my belt, I don't mind going to Atlanta Medical Center and driving out there, but I really want to focus on my own community. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. finding it really hard hard to do because, like Aaliyah said, like there's nothing out here. And I actually got one uh, lady who contacted me from Doula Match, and she lives in Alabama, but she's going to be mm-hmm. birthing in West Georgia. Mm-hmm. And she's so, like, oh, I'm going to hire you right off the bat. And I was like, oh, when's your due date? And she's like, I'm not pregnant yet. And I was just like, mm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, so <laughs> that is strange. That's happening more and more, but that, that is strange. So I have a couple things to say about that. I totally hear where you guys are coming from. And that is, I will say, that is the situation outside of any big city. So put aside New York. Atlanta, like San Francisco, LA. I mean, I can't even say this about Miami, which is a very big city. This is what you're going to come up against. So I think, and I think it's about shifting how you're approaching people. So what I see you guys doing is maybe more info nights and not about like, here's who I am and this is what I do, like more about what is a doula and do it in places that people don't know what a doula is, you know, like that was a good thing going to the mall and doing that and attacking that kind of group of people. Um, but do it in a more controlled setting where you have a whole two hours to talk about doula work, go to the doctors, go to the pediatricians, go to any midwives there and just start right. handing out flyers and set an info night like months in advance and start papering everywhere Word of mouth, you're absolutely right. That is like one of the best ways to get clients. But the only way that's going to happen is if people see and hear your name over and over and over again. You almost feel like you're annoying people, but that's what you're trying to do is remind them, oh, I've actually already talked to this woman, Kelly. She's really on fire about this. Okay. And you guys should do it together. If you're so close together, yeah, have it, you know, that. yeah, do it together. And you can... Talk about how you share whoever is interested in hiring you guys. Run a special. If you come to this info night, we'll knock 50 bucks off. Um, my other thought that I had was don't let the money stop you. I know that's such an, like, that is one thing we, we really, like, it's so easy to focus on. And, Aaliyah, I hear you. Like, you're right. In the environment that you're in, maybe not a lot of women can afford that. But what if you, you guys are starting out? you know, and your price is not at the tippy top. It's very reasonable for a doula. So it's about selling that service. And like, this is how many hours we're with you. 
You know, people spend $300 or more, at least, on a stroller, and they Mm -hmm. don't blink an eye. But, like, and those are people who probably don't have a ton of money. But then there are people, people don't think about that to spend spend that on a doula because they really don't know what a doula is and the benefits of having a doula. So you have to show them. Well, not to you, but um, the Grow Your Birth business workshop that Nicole, Megan, and I went to um, this weekend, Emily gave us some great tips about uh, how to meet um, mainstream mothers and where they're Mm -hmm. at. So we got some really, really good advice about that. Yeah. I feel more confident about uh, mm-hmm. the mothers here because I feel like they are more mainstream. Mhm. Absolutely. And I mean, I have to tell you, like, I have to be totally honest with you guys now that I have practice in a few different areas that most of my clients are mainstream. I have a tiny, tiny little hand of people that are the crunchy home birthers, people that I can like, like sit down and have a beer with or something like most of my clients are the clients that are like where we think like are they're not going to want to do us. And so it's like don't like it's really easy to put people into those categories. But just in your mind, everybody needs a doula. Everybody. They just don't know it. And so you have to show them. It's about reframing and presenting it to them in that way. I completely so, agree with that. I mean. So I how would that everyone needs a doula? Would you present it to a mainstream mother that they need a doula? Well, I would look at evidence-based information to start with. Show them what all the rates it brings down, even if they're interested in an epidural. Like, show them how doulas lower cesarean rates. And tell them about all the services. Like, we can, I can come into your home. I'll help you set up your nursery. Make sure you have everything you need for your baby. Like, that's what those people are wanting. Okay. <laughs> you know, and... Like, I will, you know, like, we offer massage and think about what they like and tailor the package to them because that's what we do. All of, We do a lot of different things, and it's about supporting everybody and all different birthing choices. So we constantly are having to tailor our package to mm-hmm. fit people's needs. So always okay. start with numbers and then go to like their personality and like just kind of hear like listen to what they're saying like if you have a woman who's like i get my nails done every week well, then talk to her about how like you know self care is so important we can map that out for you we can get you massages and acupuncture and i work with essential oils and mm-hmm. she's going to eat that stuff up oils included okay that makes sense so um, I should say to you guys that all of us, individ- all of you guys individually, like these, we can further um, break this down like one-on-one through mentor calls. So I want to make sure that everyone has a couple minutes to talk, but um, Kelly, Aaliyah, I would love to talk to you guys one-on-one and like really just hone in on like what you're needing just individually because this is like, this is very common. Everyone's always here, and I'd love to carve this out more with you. Um, Aaliyah, did you feel like you had enough time to say things, or you did that count for you? Yeah, yeah, that was that's fine. Yeah, I didn't have cool. anything other than All that. Right. That's kind of what I was thinking, so it was good. Cool, awesome. All right, well, can we I then? jump in yet? Yeah. Can I? This is Lori. Um, hey, Lori. I just I really feel where you guys are coming from. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm down here, and it's it's country, and um, 
you know, the mileage from the hospitals there in Atlanta and so many doulas there, it made me start thinking about moving further south and doing the education thing. I'm looking for festivals that are going to be in Locust Grove and McDonough. I'm looking down in Macon because there's a good college community down there and there's a lot of really cool little things going on. So I just felt like this is what I need to do and then if I don't do it, then it's just going to be stagnant Mm -hmm. the way it is right now in five years. We've got to start somewhere. And uh, so that's where I felt from the beginning when I decided to call and sign up with DTI, that this was about education. And uh, it's, it's, Atlanta's doing really good, and I'm, I'm happy for Atlanta. And I'm happy for the, the work that I could get there and the experience. But I want to move it on down. I really do. I think there's a need everywhere and somebody's got to start Ina may have to start somewhere we all got to start somewhere too mm-hmm. so um and I, the league support groups uh the mamas get together i'm looking into going to that um there's a mothers of preschoolers that meet at the church i go to so i'll be checking them out and um just every little place i can go there's going to be a bluebird festival at dawson trails a little park down the road from us in April, and I've been going to that for years. And so I'm going to start, just have a little booth, and and like Gina was saying, leave the flyers out and little pins, and I don't know, just make it really neat, and come see me, come talk to me, and just see where that goes. Yeah, I love it. Hey, Lori. Yes. It's Anna. Isn't Hey. Hey, isn't there a medical college down there? Yeah, in uh, Barnesville. Yeah, maybe that's a good good idea. Anna, thank you. (laughs) Get some contacts there. Yes, yep. So I'm, I don't know, I'm just pumped up. I think I could just get out and walk the roads and do it tonight. I'm I'm ready. I'm not going to hold back because I'm having a hard time getting it out. It'll be worth it in the long run. Mm Mm-hmm. So... There we go. I love it, Lori. <laughs> love it. That is super inspiring. And yeah, you have a good mindset. And I think that's what you guys should just really do is make that list of places you want to start. Start to flyer there, get your name out there, set up meetings, email people. I just got a phone call from somebody who moved here from New York that my midwife met. And she's like, this, she told me to call you. Can we have coffee? I just became a doula. I'd love to hear about it. And I'm like, yeah. Like, that's what you guys need to be doing is just calling people, emailing, sitting down and having coffee. I'm going to a chiropractor's office this Saturday for a wellness, women's wellness group. We're going to meditate together and stretch and do all kinds of stuff. And um, come to find out, she is thinking about becoming a doula and being at the March meetings. The owner of the chiropractic office. I think she knows Tiana. Um, Yes, it's Shauna, right? Yeah, Shauna Woodruff. And yep. I'm just really excited about meeting her and meeting all the ladies down there. And oh, she has it. this holistic chiropractic group that sounds a lot like what um, Tiana is offering. And uh, I think it's great. really neat. I'm just, it's just like when one door opens, they yeah. just keep on opening. It's wonderful. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Sounds great, Lori. Very good. Um, whenever you're getting those packets together and anything you're using to put your name out there, please share with us. I'd love to 
see, and I'm sure it would be very inspirational for everyone else. My pleasure. I'd love that. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, who is next? Hi, can I go? This is Paulina. (laughs) Was that Tiana? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. (laughs) Well, mine was going to involve you. Um, I think, uh, you know, right now, Tiana and I both, um, you know, volunteer with our, our, our local moms group, Cobb Moms, um, and I really my focus um, is education, and just um, I think that through education is how you know it would be good to find clients uh, because we're just like you know putting our our name out there, um, not like spamming, but just educating people about even what a doula is. Um, we're involved in a lot of like community things. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to do like a postpartum mood walk in June and June or whatever. Um, so right now I'm just really trying to focus on um, on just the education part of our group um, and just really eventually down the road I want to focus also more on like finding um, Spanish-speaking clients um, just because I speak Spanish so I can like add yeah. that on to my, to my thing. And I do want to get like certified as a medical translator so that, I'm, you know, I can actually like fluently speak in Spanish and not you know, mm-hmm. of my Spanglish, that's, like, terrible that I do. I really want to just, like, do Spanish um, and focus on that and just really focus on our, our um, like I said, on our group. We do a lot of, all of our events are free, and we do a lot of, like, community education about cloth diapers and, you know, um, have mom support groups. So that's really, that's really, like, my interest and passion right now, and I think through that we'll be able, we just know so many moms through that that I think we, you know, We'll eventually be able to get, you know, more clients from that. Thanks for mm-hmm. being the first client that I'm so excited about. So, yay! Um, yes. So I'm excited Congrats. about that. And like Jenny said, once you get that first one, it's just you know, because I was talking to her about it. She was like, once you get the first one, you'll just really gain a lot of confidence to mm-hmm. go out and like find more clients. It's kind of like Aaliyah and um, Kelly said. I'm, you know, because I do have small children, like the thought of having to drive really far is kind of like, you know, you know, because even Atlanta Medical is a good mm-hmm. 30, 45 minutes from my house. I'm really trying, and I live like 10 minutes from Kennestone Hospital, which is a local, you know, Marietta Hospital. So I'm really trying mm-hmm. to focus on like my general area. And most of the moms that have contacted me that are interested are in this area. Um, so it's exciting to be able to like, work and you know in my area and the things that I know um, yeah so yeah there's my three minutes <laughs> hopefully <you're laughs> three minutes. that's right on I love it um that sounds great and that is the perfect you are finding your your niche and you're carving it out like you've already kind of planted your feet there and I'm curious to see where this is going to take you and how you're really going to market to the moms um, obviously, yeah. that's a great area for word of mouth. We all, once you get into that mom circuit, you kind of just, you know, a bunch of pregnant people. So exactly. that is really, really helpful. And maybe, again, like hold an info night that you're announcing at this mom's group, and then everyone can kind of spread the word and filter to that, you know, exactly. evening. I love it. Very, very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So this is Tiana. Hey. Hi. So, um, I mean, obviously, I'm a chiropractor, so I've definitely been um, kind of using 
that angle, sort of, um, uh-huh. because I do get exposed to, you know, quite a few pregnant moms. Um, and I just had, like, I had my two first births. Um, like, one was, like, one was, uh, like, right after our training, or, like, oh, mom awesome. hired me right after the training, mm-hmm. and then the other one was, the other one was um, a patient of mine, and, um, but then, like, the, like, the, I just got hired for my third birth, and um, it was a, like, it was a referral from a friend of mine who was planning on doing the DTI training in March. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just had, so anyway, that's all aside. Um, I just had a mom that came in because her baby was breech and came in for, you know, for me to do Webster's technique in order, in order to for, to help the baby move, uh, move in the proper positioning and everything. Um, but one of the first things that we talked about was really, how they're preparing for the birth. And I really use that as a way to educate, um, not just for them to hire me as a doula, like, I mean, obviously that would be super, but um, really just to educate about doulas, period. Because mm-hmm. this poor mother, like, they're they're on the younger side and they're um, she's having the baby at a hospital that's not really well known for, um, supporting natural birth, and they haven't done anything to support, like, they haven't done anything to prepare for their birth. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not trying to scare you, but if you want the outcome that you want, like, now is the time to do something about it. And, you know, really encourage them to research mm-hmm. and, you know, set them up with resources and um, all those kinds of things. And she did do, like, in five weeks. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I sent him home with a bunch of homework, and I'm going to see her again this week. So, you know, it kind of opens up that door. Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely opens up that door to educate above all, because that's really what I focus on yeah. with my patients, regardless of what the topic is. Yeah. Um, and this kind of definitely gives me um, kind of a different approach to mm-hmm. educating educating moms anyway. So, yeah. Um, so that I mean well, that's, that's really good. Um, I mean I feel like that's kind of been a, a good thing, and I'm definitely doing some of the um, local meet and greets um, mm-hmm. with like just kind of around Atlanta, and on top of like the mommy group that Polina and I are in, and then um, um, and I'm definitely kind of working the chiropractic doula angle mm-hmm. um, because it's not. You know, there's nobody else in the Atlanta area that does that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a it's kind of a unique opportunity. So, well, that's great. I mean, I think like you definitely kind of have a very easy shift in that way. And I'm curious to see maybe um, you offering certain kind of packages or deals if you know they hire you for both or a certain amount of sessions and just seeing how you roll out your doula services I think will be really exciting to see and I definitely would encourage you to kind of focus on that more um, yeah and see where it takes you can I just thing real quick this is Kelly hey. um, my first and only birth since training was at Atlanta Medical Center mm-hmm. and I think my birth, first birth um, kind of 
spoiled me because my client called me at 6, 6.15. I was at the hospital at 7, and her baby was born at 9. Oh, wow. So, like, for her first birth, it was an awesome experience. But I know, like, the rest of mine won't always be like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I was, like, completely spoiled, and I could have had no better outcome for, like, a first experience. Yeah, it sounds like it. But you know, And my right. parents were in town for Christmas, so I didn't have to find child care or anything. It Love was, it. like, the universe just perfectly aligned. But I know not every birth will be like that. No. No, but most of them are, and there's always a balance when you get, like, three short births. I always, like, start to panic if I get three short, easy births because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a doozy coming my way. Um, it all, it just always somehow balances and figures itself out. Uh, awesome. But I, I think I was, like, on an oxytocin high for, like, three days after that. Love it. It's the best part. Sounds like you got a little bit still going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, who's next? Can I go? Yeah, who is it? Megan, sorry. Hey, Megan. Um, no, that's cool. You were so squeaky, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so I work with a collective, and that particular collective attracts the mainstream mom, but mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't feel at ease with that kind of mom. I know that sounds really weird, but right now I feel like I'm kind of floundering because I'm not really sure how to relate to that mom. Um, I feel like what I'm saying is completely like different from, you know, what everyone else's experience is because I'm still kind of trying to find where I fit in and I'm Mm -hmm. not really sure. Like, I feel like I'm kind of stuck. I'm not really sure where to go from here and how to, how to show my personality, you know? Uh Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, and it's really kind of, it's sort of discouraging, and I'm having a really hard time just not, like, you know, just going, okay, this is just too hard. I I just kind of want to, like, crawl into a hole right now, um, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those all of you have met me in person, and so you all kind of know I'm pretty awkward in person. Um, I do have social anxiety. It's something mm-hmm. that... It's something that I'm I'm working to control and overcome, mm-hmm. but I'm not there yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So, huh? Well, I feel like it was pretty obvious, like, especially yesterday, too. No, <laughs> no I have social anxiety, too, and, like, I didn't pick up on anything. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. You always <laughs> seem warm and bubbly and inviting to me, so... Mm-hmm. Thank you. That makes my heart sing. <laughs> mm. But um but yeah, so I guess I guess, you know, I feel like that just kind of I worry a lot and I worry that that kind of colors a client's experience with me. Like if, you know, mm-hmm. they meet me and I'm just kind of really like just stuck inward and I'm not really sure how to get out, you know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is Anna. Can I chime in? Yeah, Yeah. go for it. So I think that, like, personal perception is a lot different than what you're projecting. Uh And, um, I mean, you come off as a, 
as I mean, like you you know what you're saying when you say things generally. And I think that you should focus on what you know and what you're offering to people versus your anxiety of talking to people. Right. Because you you have a lot of, lot to offer and you know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. So Right. Just stick with that and be confident and, you know, kind of put the other feelings aside. So right. That, so right. that you know, like that you feel okay. And, and you know. I think the more you do it, the better <laughs> you'll get and, and the less yeah. you'll well, and it's It's kind of terrible because I'll kind of like, and I've caught myself doing this before. I even did it at the training whenever I was introducing myself. I would start to talk. And then I would just, you know, my voice would just kind of start to fade and I would just get really self-conscious about what I was saying and I would just kind of mm-hmm. abruptly just stop, you know. But I think you're your own worst critic. Just like, yeah, it's a bad analogy, but when someone has a pimple on their face, they think it's the size yeah. of a quarter, but no one else notices <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, no right. one, like, I didn't pick up that you were nervous or had any kind of anxiety yeah. yesterday at all. I just saw you as your warm, bubbly self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. absolutely. And I think Anna is right. Um, I think for you, it's going to just be, like, practice is going to make you feel more confident. And, you right. know, for, for those of you guys who have gone on a few meeting groups now, you can see that, like, they're very similar. And you get your elevator speech and you get your stick down and you kind of, that's how you know. And then after a couple of years, you're going to walk into someone's house and go, okay, I know how this interview is going to go. Um and I think right now you're finding your voice, and everybody is. That's so normal. And don't, you know, don't let the, the anxiety and just kind of yourself stand in your way. Like, let mm-hmm. yourself be yourself and really open up. And right. I think it's like we all panic. I remember in the beginning, like, meet and greets, I was like, oh, my God, I need to know everything. What if they ask me this question this question? And I soon realized that it's not really about how to answer their questions, like, perfectly. It's more about are you making eye contact with them? Are you, you know, just kind of relaxed in your chair? Do you look comfortable? Are you fiddling with your hair, picking at your nails or not looking down at the ground? Like, what is your body language? Like, how are you connecting with these people? Are you guys laughing? And, you know, it's just kind of, it's more about connecting and not so much like, I know everything. Hire me because I'm going to be the best doula ever. It's like, hire me because we want to spend more time together. Right. I think people tend to hire more um, on an emotional basis than they do of your experience or what Mm -hmm. you have. Right. That's what I think. Or like first, like first appearance, appearances, like how do you look? How do you portray Mm -hmm. yourself, project yourself? Like you could know everything in the world, but if you look sloppy and not put together, like that turns people off. Right. Yeah. That makes would, a lot of sense. Yeah. And I would rather hire someone with a little less experience that I felt more of a, an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Make it, yeah, make it really hard for them to think about hiring anyone else. That's basically what you're doing. Right. Um, so, and I feel like if you guys, like, I've all, I've all, I think I've all pointed you in the direction of Para's website, her power of birth. 
her video, like on her home page, like just the opening, her talking to the camera, is that's what she looks like in interviews. She's like so dead on, confident, owns the room. And like, that was the woman I learned from. And I was like, oh my God, when we would go and meet and greet together, I was nervous more around her than the clients because she's just so good at it and natural at it. Watch that video. Watch her body language. Watch how she looks at the camera. I know it's a camera and not like in a real life situation, but it will help you. It's, 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 she's really just so good at it. Can you say that Wait, wait. Two, two questions came up. What did you guys say? Did you say that was Kara? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to post okay. her website right now to the, the That's Facebook what I was going to ask what the page was. Just... I, I blew up that Facebook page today. <laughs> so oh, my yes, God. You did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there was Sorry, a lady. Yeah. Is those, are um, those you... forms editable that you sent, like, so we can put our own logos on there, or do you not want us to use those? No, like... no. Those are all my, that you can, like, and use as inspiration, but that you guys cannot copy that. Those are my Bella Bellies. It's all like credited towards me. Um, I share that knowing that you guys, like if you guys need inspiration for something, I'm happy to share. Um, I really believe in, you know, here's my contract. Check it out. Right. And use some of the questions, right? Or no? Yes. Just don't copy verbatim. You know, like just, you know. It's the same as, like, you can't, you know, copy anything from the Internet. It's the same thing. But I'm happy if you guys find something you really like and bring it back to me, we can totally talk more about what yours looks like and stuff. But I'm happy okay. to share that. Okay. Um, okay, I just posted the website. I think – what else did I – I feel like I had one more thing to say, Megan, but it might come back to me. Do you feel like you had enough time to talk? I do, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, okay, great. So who would like to go next? Does anybody hear me? Yeah. Hear you. Okay, great, because I wasn't sure if I was on. I tried to talk a couple of times, but... Um, hi, it's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, you're sick, darling. Me too. Well, I think the reason why I was wondering if I could hear you is because I've been kind of writhing a little bit, like moaning and groaning. Um, so, yeah, this the niche thing is like, ooh, it's a tough one sometimes because mm-hmm. my, for me, for so many years, my niche was um, the hypnobaby stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So much so that I only catered to moms that were using the hypnobaby's program which made it mm-hmm. easy for them to be self-selecting because, you know, they would nearly almost always be my students um, or home study students, and that worked fine for a while. Um, but now that I am wanting to expand my business and make more money and, uh, you know, really kind of shift gears, um, I'm I'm kind of starting over, I feel like, because I'm trying to find, okay, well, I'm not going to use Hypno Babies as my niche anymore. What am I going to use? I mean, obviously, that's a great specialty, I think, that I have. And I think I'm really good at that. Um, So one of the things in the workshop yesterday was finding out what your ideal client is and reflecting back on some of the clients that I've worked with in the past. And my ideal client or the ones that naturally gravitate to me are Mm -hmm. not the people that I thought. (laughs) And... 
and sometimes that was kind of in a frustrating and, and, and anxious way, like, kind of like I didn't almost feel like I should, I wanted to be working with them, but they're the ones that are probably the most memorable and, um, and things like that. And then also another thing that I, upon more reflection, another thing that I realized is that a lot of the birth that um, I felt like I had a good connection with and the experience was really good, those moms mm-hmm. fall off the face of the earth afterwards. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, I thought we had a good thing going. And then, you know, for a long time I was taking it kind of personally. It's like, why don't you want to see me again and all that. And now I'm coming from like, hey, I don't have time for all those daggone visits anyway. <laughs> yep, that's very true. It gets a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm trying to wrap my brain around, you know, the marketing to the people I don't necessarily want to be friends with or need to be friends with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, my ideal client isn't me. I have to stop talking now. <laughs> okay. Thank you for sharing, Nicole. Um, I totally agree with some of the things that you said. And you are in a kind of a different place right now because you can be more picky and choosy, which is nice. I mean, you guys can all be as much like picky and choosy if you want to be. I know in the beginning you're kind of just like hungry for all of it, so you just kind of say yes to more. Um, And I'm really curious to see where it takes you, but you couldn't be more right about, um, you know, thinking you want a certain client and attracting the opposite and hearing that those clients like you kind of more than the ones you rather work with. It's so funny how this works. And sometimes your niche finds you unexpectedly. That certainly happened to me. And you can have several little pockets that you work in and, you know, like, I think in New York, suddenly I just realized that, like, I was the client for, or the doula for um, German union workers. They worked at the the UN, not union. Um, And it was just like kind of one would just pass my name on to the next, to the next, to the next. And after a year, I was like, wow, okay, this is interesting. This is never something I would think to put out there. I never thought to market to them and like, you know, to, to UN workers. And I just somehow got into that niche and working for people from Germany. It was so fun. It was such a cultural experience and um, it just suddenly happened. So I think have no assumption and like just, I think it's nice to put out there what you want and see if that comes back to you. But also when you see something come back that can be positive, take it in, even though if it, even if it's a little surprising to you. Awesome. Okay. Um, anything to add before we move on to the next person? Heather, Joy, Alicia, I'm calling you guys out. Oh, this is Heather. I'll go ahead and go. Um, okay. I've I've had an, uh, a problem with the niche. Um, yes, I am a yoga teacher, but I'm a new yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like I'm undertaking two new things at the same time. Mm-hmm. And unlike um, Kiana, you're you already a chiropractor, so you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a chiropractic doula. And for me, it's like, oh, I'm a new yoga teacher and a new doula, and I don't want to seem like I'm new 
doing these two things mm-hmm. and trying to combine them. Because um, first, I mean, my first love is yoga. That's just really the truth. I mean, not that I'm not into being a doula because that's why I went through this and I want to complete this. But um, it's for me, it's prioritizing. Is mm. what that that's been my problem. I don't want to be like, well, I'm a yoga teacher first, and then I'm a doula, or I'm mm-hmm. a yoga teaching doula, or I'm a doula yogi. I mean, it, it's just I, <laughs> it's really <laughs> confusing time for me. Mm-hmm. Trying to that that part has wrecked my brain more so than getting clients because mm-hmm. I. I've had almost clients, people who were, oh, we were thinking about it. And I'm just like when I posted on the um, the group, I did talk to that client, and I kind of told her everything, and she was still kind of like, well, yeah, so, you know, we'll get back to you. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad I was able to do that over the phone. So I'm just having a problem with, I don't know, just um, – putting everything together instead of, it yeah. being, you know, these are my, I'm, I'm a yoga teacher, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm a doula, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Saturday. I mean, it's, I'm just having a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I totally, I can totally relate to that feeling. It's, I always am like, I have so many pies on the table and I have like my hand in so many different pies at the same time. And it gets a little messy and confusing. And then just think in your brain, it's hard to like, okay, I got to do this, now I got to do that. And you feel like you're kind of like you need like 10 arms to make it work. Um, I would suggest journaling and sitting down about like how separate do you want to keep them? Like how are you promoting the yoga stuff? How are you promoting the doula stuff? And then how meshed together do you want it to be? I feel like it's very separate. And it's just one, it's like both ways, both services are a way to get clients for the other. Um, and so maybe you take like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or am I like, I'm going to promote my yoga stuff. And then, you know, Tuesday, Thursday is like, I'm going to promote my doula stuff. It's like, and when I say promote, I should say like, I'm going to like, mentally this is what my day is dedicated to I mean honestly that's what I have to do with my DTI stuff and my Bella Belly stuff and my doTERRA stuff and then there's like the mommy thing and you know it's just like I'm I have to break it down on my calendar like from this time to this time is I'm following up with my doulas from this time to this time I'm with my client you know it's like I really have to structure it out and it helps me feel like I'm kind of tackling everything um so I think, like, keeping it separate at first and then having, like, little packages and, like, sparks that kind of come up on the website that people are like, oh, I could do both with her. I really liked hanging out with her. That was great. And then see if they can mesh it together. Okay. Thank you for the feedback because it's really been, like, it's it kind of stunted me. It just stopped me. I just stopped. was like, okay, I'll do nothing because I can't do I know. anything. So, yeah. Hang in yeah. there, Heather. Yeah. It will, it will, their clarity will come. It will like start to make sense. You're in the very beginning phase and you're sorting it out. You you guys cannot move forward and 
present something until you organize it. Like you're still in that back end work of like, okay, what are we going to do here? Like what's, what is my, you know, marketing tool? What is it all going to look like? What is my website? I'm a visual person. So if I, if I can organize it on a website, it makes sense in my mind. Like I can't just like make it in my brain and then spit it out. So I think like figure out how you relate to it. Some people are really good with words and journaling. Other people like need to draw and, create a visual tool, whatever it may be. Other people need to meditate. It really just is kind of like what strikes your fancy. Okay. Awesome. Well, I was, I was just taking the model of the birthing from within, but just using it for this. Mm-hmm. Trying to doula myself with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah. Cool. So we're on. We're at nine o'clock already. I think we have two more people. Joy, Alicia, you still with us? I'm ready to go. Cool. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> there's a lot of things going on in life for me right now. I'm trying to figure out a lot of things. So mm. it's just um, I think this is like the culmination of where I'm going to be from my mid-30s on out. Mm-hmm. And so my major niche is probably going to be centered in the African-American community. That's really um, a big one for me, especially here in Atlanta, where there's so many African-Americans and there's different um, different social status and economic status and you know, there's there's mm-hmm. different kinds of African Americans here, but uh, my main focus really is probably going to be more on the younger age group, those women, um, uh, helping to empower them with their choices about mm-hmm. giving birth. You know, just because you're 17 or 18 or 20 you know, you don't have a lot of money or a lot of education doesn't mean that you have to have the birth that somebody told you you had to have. Like, mm-hmm. you can you can absolutely say what you want. You can absolutely say that you want a home birth, and it's just, or you can absolutely say, I want an epidural. Like, I don't want mm-hmm. to do it that way. So I think um, my goal is to just, educate a lot of young women about what birth is, what doulas are, what their options are, what they can't, you know, just help mm-hmm. them to just help them to build the knowledge. And if they say, Hey, I still want an epidural and a C section, well, hey, I'm I'm here for you. I'm that's that's absolute that's your birth story. Mm-hmm. That's all you. If they tell me, you know, my mother had all of us in the hospital with C-section, but I want to do it differently. I want to do a water birth. I want to do a home birth. That's fine. But I think that statistically looking at the numbers in the African-American community with a lot of the women here, I think we kind of need to come out of the operating room. So mm-hmm. I think I I would like to use my doula training as a catalyst for education mm-hmm. to, kind of help, to kind of help some of us do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. It sounds like you're really, tr- you're really like 
digging deep on your thoughts and just kind of where you're at emotionally and mentally with all of it. I like that a lot, Joy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Joy. Yes, who called me? Women of, <laughs> of color would feel more comfortable having a doula that's also a woman of color because they can feel like they relate to them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been I've been down to Grady where there's a good number of doulas that work there, and they're fantastic at what they do. But um, I've noticed that a lot of times the message doesn't come across. Even though they're very genuine and they're very loving and they're very nurturing, a lot of the doulas there are, are they are really fantastic. Like, I can't. Mm. I can't say anything against them, but the message doesn't come across to a lot of the girls and the women because, you know, it's just not the same. Like, if you have, you know, you know like, if you if you say, I have a PhD and I'm single and I make X amount of dollars a year, that's different than I live in income-based housing, I work in retail, and I have no time to breastfeed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a completely different situation. So you really kind of have to figure out how to approach that. <clears throat> and sometimes it's just not that easy. It's just it's it may not be that easy for me because I am in a different spectrum of you know financially from some of them. So it may not be that easy for me. But you know at least there's some sort of connection. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's- and, like, I was going back to what I was saying, and I know we're kind of short on time, so I'll make it quick, but I think people hire more, you know, of course they always take experience into account, but they they tend to hire more um, based on who they feel more of a connection with and people who are more like them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were talking about it um, um Aaliyah and I were talking about it, like, as far as, like, helping women breastfeeding, sometimes women of color are more um, Mm -hmm. susceptible to take (laughs) information from other women of color who are breastfeeding than they would be to take information from me. And I don't mean that as, like, like racial stereotyping. It's just it is what it is because they feel more comfortable because... Yeah, I get it. They can relate to you more so than they can relate to me. Yeah. So that might, could be like your niche client, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I totally understand that. And I don't mean that, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I'm not offended at all, honey. I get it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's that could be like your niche client too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working. I'm working it out. I, but I also, well, connection. I think to who they hire because birth is such an intimate thing. They want someone like them. <clears throat> yeah, and that's true. That's true. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Joy. Um, awesome. Okay, Alicia. Sorry, baby just woke up and he's not letting daddy handle him at the moment. Okay. Um, Alicia, actually, I just, and 
Anna, I realized that you didn't go either. I don't have you checked off. Alicia, do you want to see if you can settle him and then? Yeah, let me do that. Okay. Just a couple seconds. Anna. Hey. Hey. Hi. Um, sorry about that. I was just looking at my checklist. I don't think you heard from you. Um. Yeah. So, I kind of have like bigger plans in the future. Like, I really want to launch my business later, not necessarily right now. And But I kind of, like, go back and forth on it because I have zero time to do it. I'm I'm working just to pay, like, bills and for this and everything else that comes with it. Um, and... Um, you know, I kind of, like, I feel like where I am, the Roswell and Alpharetta area, it's actually <clears throat> kind of works in my favor because a lot of women are, I don't know, in this area, they're they're pretty well off. And um, in North Fulton, you know, people birth there. That's where I had Zaya. But um, I've, you know, I've, Word of mouth has been really good for me. I've got a lot of contacts just through my friends and saying, you know, hey, I'm a doula. You know, please let, if you see a pregnant woman, let them know. (laughs) And um, it actually worked out for me because my friend is an esthetician and she was like, well, I don't know how I would ever tell anybody that, but okay. And then literally a week later, she was like, hey, I have somebody that wants to talk to you. So Mm -hmm. I have a client coming up in a month, which is awesome. Um, But um, kind of like my big plan is that um, I've been planning this trip to Europe. It was supposed to happen this past year. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I'm done with um, the DTI certification, I'm not like, you know, that's not like a strain on my, my you know, finances anymore. Um, I'm planning on going mm-hmm. to Europe. I actually want to go visit a bunch of like birth centers. And mm-hmm. so I've been working on making contacts overseas so that I can possibly like get in and like see what's going on over there. Um, and um, just so I can have like that experience experience under my belt and add that to Mm -hmm. like resume um yeah because yeah I just really want to like build everything up so that I can have like a really good package for people and make the most amount of money that I possibly can Mm -hmm. um and um I want to get certified for everything that I possibly can um because it it I found that, like everybody has been saying, that really the clients that you're not, you wouldn't expect are the ones that you get. And you think mm-hmm. that you're a bunch of, like, crunchy moms. But I really don't think that that's honestly going to be my focus up here, like, especially mm-hmm. in Roswell. Like, it's going to be, <clears throat> you know, like, yuppies and... Mm-hmm. um who shop at Whole Foods and they're kind of crunchy, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm working towards. Like I, I want to like 
obviously get some birth under my belt for the certification, but I really want to just launch my business within a year and mm-hmm. that I can build as much as possible um, by then because I, I just can't do it right now. I, I, you know, I've got, I have to work too much. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a really good plan. And I'm wondering if there's something that you can kind of launch before you travel and like start a blog and how you're going to document it and have it like where people are following you and you gather followers. So when you come back, like you're still building out your community, but you've been doing it the whole time you're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, MA of DTI has, you know, village birth in Uganda and she did a lot of, you know, birth work out there and still does. She goes back like once or twice a year. Um, we have, we all have a mutual friend. Her name is Elizabeth. She's actually, we all know her from New York. She moved here, but now she's moving back to the city. Well, stinker. Um, but she and her husband for their honeymoon for a whole year, mm-hmm. they traveled on motorcycle all over many, many countries. Um, and she, she got in touch with midwives and doulas and educators and birth centers, and she has a whole blog. I think it's still up. Um, I'll look for it. But um, it was really just fun to follow her adventure and see what connections were out there, and I think it could really, like, overlap with your work you're doing locally, too. Yeah, ideally that's, like, that's what I want to do. I mean, yeah. I to, <clears throat> I had plans on doing a blog and stuff, so mm-hmm. you brought it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I, I want to, I want to be more word of mouth than I do, like, um, I just think that there's a lot to be said for people recommending you versus somebody Googling something and you just come up. Um, and I think both both options are great, but if there's somebody that you're talking to and you trust and they recommend me, I mean, I think that goes a long way, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Well, cool. That sounds great. Keep us updated. It sounds really exciting. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully it'll happen. But that's, that yeah. doesn't... So I want to go around and check out birthing centers and see how it goes over there and yeah. come back with that knowledge. Cool. Um, wait, Alicia, did you get your babe down? I did. Oh, he's on my shoulder okay. at the moment, but he's quiet asleep. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So we're already like 15 minutes over, so... Um, I know you have a sleeping babe on you, so let's just try and keep it just a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm still kind of working on trying to kind of get my feet planted here and get going. I'm kind of, you know, felt really encouraged just starting and had a few potential clients and everything kind of fell through and kind mm-hmm. of discouraged on that end. But um, mm-hmm. for me... Like right now, just trying to get my certification and all. I just kind of 
what almost whatever I can get, which is fine. It's a good experience. Ultimately, where I want to focus is more um, that truly my heart is into the home birth scene. I I don't mind working at hospitals, but I really, really want to target home births up here. I mean, I'm here in Woodstock up towards Canton, um, and it's a little bit of a drive to get to the main hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not familiar with some of the ones that are a little further out from my area here where it's Northside Cherokee, North Fulton, Northside Forsyth, that area. Um, but I know that it seems like home birth is kind of taking off here and I really mm-hmm. want to kind of really want to plant myself in that. Um, other than that, I'm kind of still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> not really yeah. sure where, where I'm going. Really which way is up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. I mean, it takes a while to kind of figure these things out. And this is why we have this call in the beginning. And so you guys can really start to think about it. Mm-hmm. And Alicia, what I would recommend for you is like, again, find that thing where your brain can kind of go in hyper speed. And I know you're really busy right now with the kids. And I think maybe having like one hour to yourself where you're like, no interruptions, no, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sit down and you really plan this out and journal with yourself and figure out how you want to go about it, make deadlines, make a timeline, you know, whatever it needs to be. Hey, I guys, think that's my real- phone is about to die, so if I lose okay. you, that's why. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, we're about to hang up anyway, so we're good. Okay. Um, but I, I would really just encourage you to start breaking it down. And this is where the mentor calls come in handy, you guys. Like, call me, and we can do this together. And then we can set up, like, a mentor call schedule if that's helpful for you, just so we can get that fire ignited and you can move forward. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, so I know we're we're late here, guys. I just want to remind you that um, – Next month is um, our third call, and that is going to be, I believe, a guest teacher. Um, Yes. So this is, um, we're not going to be meeting on the phone next month. So how this works is I'm going to post a video through Google Drive onto Facebook, and I'll also send you an email so you can get permission to view it that way. Um, And it's going to be a one-hour interview. So DTI has an um, expert affiliate program where we interview experts in our field. Um, All three of us have done a few. So these are our guest teacher spots. It's really great. Um, So I'm going to post it to the Facebook page at some point, and you guys have the whole month to watch it. And then I want you to post your feedback, like your thoughts and stuff, um, on the Facebook group. But we're not going to be meeting on the phone as a group. It's all going to be via Facebook through the video. so you won't receive any talk show information, even okay. though that didn't really happen again last time anyway. Um, and then we'll pick up our teleclasses after that. So um, the first one is so awesome. It's such a great interview. It's with Kathy Valley, so she's amazing. Um, and MA is interviewing her, so you can get a little MA into your system. Um, Sweet. And another reminder, mentor calls, you guys, reach out. Let's get them on the calendar. Best hours for me to talk are 9 to 12 Central Time. That is 10 to 1 for you. So um, please reach out and let's get them booked, okay? 
Sounds good. It's great to hear everyone. Is the best way to contact you, text or email or phone or to set up the the interview, the phone calls? Really, um, email and and text would probably be the best one. Um, Yeah. That morning, morning, Gina? Yes. Yeah. Are you awake at 1 o'clock in the morning? (laughs) No, no. It can be. <laughs> All right, ladies. Uh, everyone gets better and healthy, and next month we'll all be 100%. I'll talk to you ladies soon, okay? Thank Bye. you. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. It was fun talking to you all. You too. Everybody have a good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.